0: everybody. Hi. What's up,
1: world? What up, everyone? It's uh, the Page Avenue crew podcast. Yeah. Live from
0: a different basement tonight. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Scooter. <laughs> Josh. Oh, I'm Dan, by the way. Adam's not here. He's having his pussy removed. <laughs> I should have said vagina. He's having his <laughs> vagina removed. Pussy. His pussy. You said scooter. That's what all my mom's siblings call her. I know. Yeah, and
1: that's, what, that's Sco- what Adam calls you. I just yeah. popped it in my head for some reason.
2: Yeah, yeah, they call her scooter. Adam got kidnapped, actually. Yeah, yeah, we can't find him. <laughs> he gone. But, but we still have to podcast. We so. have, we have ran- a ransom note, but
0: no. Uh, real talk, Adam. Adam's got some some stuff. He can't be here tonight. That we're gonna power through without Adam. But we got a special guest stopping by in a little while, so it's all good. Yeah, guys, first live stream done. We did it. It was sick. We did it. Super dope. I feel like I have to apologize, though. Like, hey, but do you have to I'm apologize sorry. or do you got to apologize? I feel like I got to apologize. No, for real. <laughs> I, I do have to uh, for make your, like... For your nudity? No, I should just make an apology to you guys. I'm sorry I played so good.
2: Oh, I'm sorry I nailed it so real hard. Real funny. You yeah, did, uh, you need to apologize to my mom. <laughs> she said something to me again. Again? <laughs> Wait. Says, it's almost bordering. It's almost a- bordering on being disrespectful now. What? <laughs> what are <laughs> you talking about? Now, you mentioned me being uh eating my mom out when I was <laughs> when I was birthed again <laughs> on the live stream. It's my
3: favorite joke.
0: <laughs> I, hold on. <laughs> I got the black lung. Uh. I said that joke like fucking eight years ago and I can't stop thinking about it. Like really think about that. A baby being never mind. No, no, that's you can. That. Yeah. Glenda, I'm very sorry. It's just how, it's just how we're wired. And then there's this thing that happens when I get in a room with you dudes. We just all go from our age to fifteen. To fifteen or sub fifteen year olds. And it's just one. It's just what happens when we hang out. We yeah. just turn into little boys. <laughs> that's true. And that's how little boys talk. Little you boys. Know? Little boys. You know? So yeah, uh, first live stream down in the wake of Determination. I'm super fucking pumped. I can't believe it felt every bit like a real show.
2: It was great. I yeah. had a fantastic time.
0: Yeah, you played like a fucking champ. It was crazy. When we were sound checking, you remember when I got on the drums and we were playing those death tone songs? Uh-huh. And I was like... I haven't played the drums in a lot of years. And I kind of sat down and I was like, man, this shit's easy. It's just, there's like five <laughs> drums, you just kind of hit stuff. And like my legs and arms wouldn't work, go and sync together. And I was just, I couldn't fucking do it. And I was like, I had this epiphany. It's like, damn, Scoob's got really good. at. You're like really good at the drums. Oh, thanks, man. And it, like, I always, I mean, I know that, but it took me sitting down and actually trying to play them myself to realize it's fucking hard. Sometimes you just watch somebody play something and you go, yeah, I could fucking do that. Exactly. I could do that. Yeah. 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 Dude's not good. Hey, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I You're never wrong. I've never thought you weren't good. I've always thought you were like really good, but like I guess it's just cuz we've been rehearsing a lot so much. Um a lot so much. A we've lot. been we've been <laughs> a uh, lot and so much. We've been rehearsing so much and uh I don't know, we just we put a lot into this shit and damn, you just like I feel like we all kind of nailed. Like we li- live recording. Oh my god! Especially the times we've done it for broadcast, like for TV. Mm, yeah. When people used to watch TV, dude, it's so brutal. Yeah. It is so hard to sound good. And uh, as far as a live recording, I'm just I, I don't know. I think we did really really well. I'm very I'm very happy. Yeah, yep. It was awesome. Me
1: too. If you didn't see it, I think you can still stream that one. For up to, like, a week or two or whatever. Yeah. So there's there's still time, people. Get on there and uh, go signal.co. And yep. you, you can still watch that one. And then fucking buy tickets for the
0: next two as well. Which we're getting ready to do the Black Swan in about a week. Is it weird to you guys how... Okay, like, I really didn't... I, I kind of said this on the mic during the show. I was really drunk. Not drunk, but I was kind of drunk. Uh, we we had some cocktails. We had some cocktails. Tails. tails mm. But... Um, I had some cock in my tail. I kind of touched on this during the show, but I didn't know how I would feel. You know, it's already like it's a the world's just weird, man. Doing all this shit's weird, but it really felt like a real show to me. You know, for sure. And I think some of that is just the way we built like the sound stage, where like we lit it, where like you couldn't really see. So it's like it kind of you know it didn't seem like an empty room. Like yeah. you know it just. I don't know. Something about it was, it was so much cooler than I thought it would be. Well,
2: then it's also, there's that, but then it also just kind of shines a light on the fact that, like, when we go play shows, like, we're just hanging out <laughs> playing. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I think somebody yeah. said it during the thing. It was like, we don't, we don't really need a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: I said something like that. And then we took it too far and we're like, shit, yeah. we're just kidding, no, just no, kidding, please, just please kidding.
2: shows again whenever <laughs> we can.
1: Yeah, I think we all just get in the zone and you're like playing... And the crowd's there and you get energy from them, which we you know we were lacking a little bit of that feel. But other than that, we're just in our heads playing for ourselves and partying with each other on stage most of the time. Cause you can't rely only on the crowd or else you're gonna have a really good show or a really shitty show every day. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was just like our normal show, like between shows uh between songs, how we like talk to each other and like banter and like just say stupid shit. Like it, it was just like this. We got a lot of practice now. Yeah. Just yeah. hanging hanging with each other
2: and talking. Yeah. It was it was transcendent.
0: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know people watching it, um, like I saw the screen caps and shit. Like I have a lot of friends that watch it. Like, I didn't know there was gonna be like an open chat? Chat yeah, during the that, whole thing. I knew
2: that was gonna happen. Oh, oh yeah.
0: That's crazy. Well they did
2: that for the pre show thing that we did for Patreon. Yeah, I yeah. knew I knew just I I've seen other ones before where it'll mm. show it on the side of the screen and anybody who's watching it can like yeah comment on it and stuff
1: yeah. oh man they're so good oh i agree totally
2: yeah uh i'm not doing the next one
0: you're I'm, not gonna do it nah i'm over Me it either all right well we got tracks now <laughs> i'm flying brandon from rancid in he's gonna play okay, <laughs> you know good. what you if you text him right now and be like man brandon i broke my arm can you come play the show no you wouldn't even need to say that you'd just be like hey brandon like, what about coming to St. Louis and hanging with us? And just he would just be like, "All right, yeah, cool, man, I'm coming." <laughs> we should get him the tech for you on the Black Swan this week. It's funny, oh, man, I miss that guy. <laughs> He's the best. I posted. A, um, bet, I was... bet we get him on the podcast though. I oh, hope for sure. Oh come on yeah, the podcast. yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and Brandon, we're calling you out. Uh, I was going through my photography portfolio today, like going through all my drives, like archiving shit, whatever. And I found some portrait stuff I did, did a Burt, and I posted it to my Instagram today. And then uh, I just kind of went down this used rabbit hole today. I listened to their whole record. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I went back and listened to the first record with uh, Brandon on it. And I just like, I got in this weird kind of like mood today about the used. And just, we had some great, great fucking times with those dudes and some great tours. And the last time we saw Bert, it was just so, it's, it's kind of like how we had that podcast with Yellow Card. Oh, there's a phone. Phones are on. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like we had that podcast with Yellow Card, but things were kind of weird. And I feel like there was some weirdness with the used um, at first because our record sounded so similar. But now, like those dudes are like super homies, and then
1: yeah, we were all really cool. And then like it was kind of weird for a couple of years for some reason. But I know it's it because was the same shit as it's right, we Yellow got, Card like, stuff. Really big. Yeah, yeah. We got we all were getting big, and we got a little bigger at first. And they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And then we were well, like, not "All of them?" No, no. Well, <laughs> yeah. I know Bert was a little like that, but you know, just like Ryan Key, we like you yeah. said, we we yeah. we've, we've hung out with them in the last few years, and just awesome, dude, just awesome. Now there's something about we all have a different accept or respect for everybody now. It's, yeah. Sorry,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's just there's something about Bert's vibe and just the like the kind of like his spirit that I just I just fucking absolutely love that dude. Like the last couple festivals like what we played music with them. What's the last thing we played with them? Was it music? Um, or back uh, to the beach. Back to the beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah back to the beach. But like the, when you guys see, when you see those dudes, it's like I don't know. It's super rad, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just like it's authentically rad.
1: Yeah, it's know? people we've known for seventeen years. You know,
0: mm-hmm. although
1: we don't hang out with them a lot, but you know, we've been off and on friends for that long.
0: Yeah, it's I uh, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. We probably did on one of them, but it's like it's almost like uh, at this point. This many years in, all these people, like, it's like we were all in, like, the army together or some shit. Like, we all went to war minus the, you know, trauma and the death and the murder and all that shit. It's just, like, this really life-changing, profound experience that we've all had and we've all shared. And, like, after this many years, uh, you can just see that the dissolution of, like egos and now everyone's just like there's no real ego and now we're just all stoked to be doing it still and everyone's like older and wiser and that's probably a big reason why yeah it is cool to see even random bands that maybe we toured with once yeah
1: but you'll see them like now so much later and it's like man we really did all the same shit and it's just like
0: you have so much in common with each other that it's just a cool feeling you know who's the number one band for me? Like, is Amberlin? Like, w- it, with that, like, we've been through so many, so much, so many ups, downs, tours with those dudes. Like, mm-hmm. whenever I see the Amberlin guys, it's like four seconds in and it's just like a day has passed, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was even their singer for a week. That's right.
1: Really, very, very odd. Yeah. I can't sing as good as, well, me and Phil took, we would, we both did half the set because yeah. he would do the higher songs and I would do the lower ones, but super fun. Yeah. Steven had a baby at, uh, some point in 2010 or 11 or something. Yeah. And yeah, we flew out and jumped on the bus and acted like we were the singers of Amberlynn.
0: Yeah. That was cool. Can we watch <laughs> Josh's Josh Josh whizzing again? Hold on, hold on I'm bringing the mic. <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> yes. We got to talk about dicks at least once on here.
2: That's a nice dick, bro. It's a thick stream. <laughs>
0: That's a thick stream. Yeah. Ah, yeah, my basement's
1: way better than Adams. I have an actual bathroom. We don't have to pee in the sink.
0: Yeah, God, I put that in our <laughs> Instagram stories of me whizzing in there. Yeah.
1: But we do get to watch Josh pee into the bathroom. <laughs> Let's say it's the 15-year anniversary of In The Wake, and that was cool to be able to do the live stream basically right when that happened. Yeah, dude. And uh, we're going to bring on somebody in a little bit, the
0: producer of that record, Steve Evitz. Uh We're going to get on, him on a call in a little bit. but Yeah, I'm, pu- I'm pumped to talk to Steve because... Dude, that was, I mean, we'll talk about this with him, but that was like a really big deal for him to kind of produce that record to kind of get that so, like, job. just be in our presence?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that I mean, that was a big move in his career, you know, a, a major label band that just came off a really, really successful album campaign, you know? Yeah. Because I talked to Steve on the phone maybe two weeks ago and we kind of talked about all that, you know? So there was a lot riding on it for him. I think he felt, a. I, I, I didn't pick up on it at all, but I know he felt a lot of pressure, you know?
1: Yeah, we were almost almost platinum on the first record at that point. So yeah. he was trying to live up to that as well as us, yeah. but also make a raw, awesome, heavy record. Yeah, he uh, that
0: that's a hard predicament to be in. Yeah, he told me on the phone, Um, again, we'll talk with him about this, but he did tell me on the phone, he's like, he was instructed by Reese, our manager at the time, let them make the record they want to make. They want to make something raw. They want to make something a little heavier. That's what we're hiring you to do. Reese said, let them hang themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it worked out, obviously. Here we are.
0: It's a bold move, Cotton. You yeah. know what's funny? What's funny about that record, uh, I was talking to Jeff Funk, who's our new publicist, social media guy. More, so, more social media than publicist. Not really publicist, but yeah, our social media guy. Killer. The dude's crushing. Anyway, that is a gigantic bag of gummies, Josh. Wow. Josh has a quart. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell him (laughs) what I'm talking about. Josh allegedly has a quart-sized bag completely chock full of marijuana. (laughs) I've never said the word marijuana in my life.
1: Marijuana.
0: (laughs) Of weed gummies. You brought drugs to my house? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, Jeff Funk. Yeah, I was talking to Jeff Funk about that. He's like, you know, In the Wake is definitely my favorite record by you guys. And it's really weird. Like, I was talking to Jordan, the director of the video stuff. He's like... You know, when In The Wake came out, I didn't really love it. And now it's like my favorite record by you guys. It's really weird. It's a really, people either love that record or the opposite of love it. But it is weird. There's like a Page Avenue camp and then
1: like an In The Wake camp. Like, obviously most people like them both, you know, on some level. But one of them is their favorite record. It's not like usually, I
0: love the first two and I
1: don't love anything else. It's like they love one of those and then maybe everything else after. But
0: yeah, shout out Jordan Phoenix. Uh, I'm going to keep talking about him. We talked on the phone, uh, again, this was yesterday. I sat in the parking lot of a grocery store for 30 minutes and talked to Jordan about this. But <laughs> that's why Wolves is his favorite album, because it's Page Avenue meets In The Wake. It's got riffy, guitar yeah. stuff like... Yeah, we've been balancing it ever since, I think, pretty
1: well. You know? Yeah. Or finding a way, because that was like the two extremes of what we wanted to do. But, but Wolves- we, we want to live in between there somewhere, you know?
0: But Wolves is definitely... I think that would describe Wolves way more than the other ones because there's no political stuff on Wolves at all. Yeah, yeah. Lyrically you know it's different. Yeah, yeah. So Wolves is very similar to Page Avenue. It's a very like metaphorical, uh, introspective, love, loss, you know, real like emotional shit, you know? In the way that I don't, that most of Black Swan and in The Wake and, you know, a lot a lot of the record wasn't like that. So yep. Wolves is very similar to Page yeah. like that and it's got some more like the emo kind of stuff but there's also a couple heavier in the wake kind of feeling songs you know so yeah I just it's it's interesting to hear somebody outside of the band like really break it down for fucking 20 minutes why they think it's our best record that, that's and why, awesome. why yeah. he loves it so much you know Yeah
1: musically I was thinking yeah it's like it's a lot it's different musically because it's uh, you know just the uh, production and stuff mm-hmm. is is a whole different step because things have changed in 17 years and yeah, we are still progressing in that way, but there's always the similarities lyrically to Page
0: Avenue on that. In the wake, that whole window of time, it's going to be really fun to kind of hear Steve's perspective on it because I haven't kept in super close touch with Steve. I've seen him like whenever we go through LA or whatever. I haven't kept in like super close touch. Have you guys? No, we we text every once in a while. Oh, usually about an old hardcore band or something like. Yeah. He'll be like, "Dude, remember when I
1: remember the song that I recorded?" And then you love. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just you, saw him play it live. It was have fucking you sick. To him? No, it's going to be crazy to hear how. I barely talked to him when he recorded the record. <laughs> yeah, you weren't
0: there, <laughs> dude. Josh I, finished his drums and said peace. I just went through. I I have a. I said
1: this already. I have a bunch of pictures. I'm going to post them to Patreon uh, today because I, I have them on this hard drive right here. But a uh, bunch of shit from the studio. I'll show you guys in a minute. But that's awesome. From mainly from Chicago.
2: Because I, I didn't, re-
1: I didn't remember that studio at all. Oh, there's a whole bunch of pictures of us recording drums there.
2: Oh, sweet, that's awesome. It's cool, man. I want to see them. Yeah, for sure. Got home from recording and went. All right, see you guys later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were like doing something to your house though. I, fin- I you- was finishing my basement, but oh, yeah, like we had just for me, we, we were finishing re- a masterpiece of rock and roll. Yeah, we wrote a re- <laughs> re- like we were together for that whole amount of time writing the record every yeah, single yeah. day. Yeah, and then we did pre-pro with Steve every yeah. single day. Yep. And then we went to Chicago and tracked for like 5 or 6 days and we got home and I was just kind of like, "Ah, okay, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to like contribute right now. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell Ryan how to play. Yeah, yeah. your guitar parts. I'm not going to give any notes to Dan or Adam or Phil. I'm I'm just yeah. going to I'm going to go home. Yeah. My part's done.
0: <laughs> um, before we get on here with Steve, I'm curious to hear cuz a lot of those songs off in the wake we'd never performed before, ever, until the ghost signal stuff, and I don't know, I was curious to know what what song you guys, like, what was your favorite to play? Like, what's your favorite song? Mine was Sleep. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, you
1: know what? I really did enjoy playing that. We always thought we would hate that song I some don't know reason. that
2: it would be great live in yeah. front of like an, in an actual venue maybe with people. Maybe
1: it's because you didn't have to worry about people being like, you know, are they bored or yeah. not? Or whatever. that was always our scared or you know our worry was like keeping the people entertained. But no, yeah.
0: was, I loved playing it. When I wa- actually watched the performance, I texted you because that was like on that song was the most I've ever seen you like. I guess for lack of a better word, like vibe out. Yeah, like you were vibing out hard, like almost like uh, Nate from Aberlin style. Like well, you're, it's
2: because like it's it's that it's. The tempo, like what I'm playing, isn't like super complicated, so I don't have to. I, there's not a lot of concentration on. Oh, I got to do this fill on this next part. It's I'm just gonna play. I'm, I'm gonna play this beat. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more straightforward, just yeah, jamming. So, yeah, so it was. It was. It's a little easier, dude. I just. I just like I like the lyrics. I that's like my favorite song off that record. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm a little emo kid. So, <laughs> it was
0: cool to see. Yeah. It's like um, I don't I don't know Miss. I don't know, it's probably goofy to talk about, but I've I've never it is goofy to talk about because we're basically talking about like dancing and the kind of expressing yourself <laughs> through the art of human movement. But uh the way you danced, yeah. I've never really seen you move like that in all of our years playing drums and it's just it was fucking dope. Like I it
2: was dope enough that I texted you just to say, Yeah, you look <laughs> cool dancing, you know? Well, I think it's because I'm perpetually afraid of fucking up during a show. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm, like, concentrating the whole yeah. time. Like, yeah. and even, like, you know...
1: You're a perpetual line, stepper. <laughs> when
2: we, you know, when we were late to the game and actually started playing to, like, a click live, yeah. I was perpetually afraid of, like, like being off the click. And yeah, we'd yeah. look back and, like, be like, yeah! And you'd just be like... <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me! Don't look at me! <laughs> Please stop looking at me! <laughs> You're gonna fuck me up! So, it, I mean, it's... For me, I don't know, it's just I'm constantly... I want to play everything like perfect live, even though it doesn't ever happen. Yeah. Like for a whole set, I'm just constantly wanting to be on the whole time. So it's sometimes it's just hard to.
1: Yeah, I do that same thing. I'll be staring at a person in the crowd, but I'm not really looking
2: at them. I'm just thinking about, okay, I'll fucking hit this note
1: right, hit this shit right. What's the fucking lyric here? (laughs) I have no
2: idea what the second verse is. Well, then, conversely for me, songs that we've played forever. I don't think about it when we're playing it. You're thinking about what you're going to eat after the uh, show? For sure. <laughs> it's easy to space out
1: and get lost yeah. and be like, oh, fuck.
2: I do that all the time, like, on, like, Until the Day I Die or something like that. I've never done that at a show, but in
0: rehearsals. Like a song like um, In the Hero Will Drown or something mm-hmm. that we've literally played 5,000 times. Yeah. Including shows, rehearsals, everything. Sometimes rehearsals, like, towards the end of rehearsals, whatever, I'll kind of mentally check out. I'll think about, like, what beer I'm going to drink? Oh, yeah. I have or something, you know, or like what I'm going to eat for dinner or whatever. Yeah,
2: anytime there's a song that has like a, um, or like the first and second verse are super similar, yeah. I'll forget which verse it is. <laughs> and I'm funny. like, I don't know what's coming next right now. <laughs> yeah. I have to like wait for Dan and hope Dan knows reset too. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite song the other night?
1: Uh, Taste of Poison was up there. I don't know why. I just really liked that one. And Sleep was really fun. I liked all the ones we haven't played. Like, well, I mean, we've played Taste of Poison, but it's been so long. Yeah, because the other ones are just normal, and we're so used to playing them that didn't feel totally different.
0: I couldn't believe how uh, much I liked playing Wake Up the Voiceless.
2: Oh, yeah, that one was cool, too.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, that was really fucking fun. Like, we kind of nailed it too it you know? was fun
2: it's still my least favorite song on the
0: record uh, yeah that's why i'm saying it's it's not one i it's yeah it's, it's weird it's people love
1: my... that people wanted us to play that for so long and well it's it finally it's, happened. it's
0: one of my least favorites but i think that's what surprised me so much about playing it i was like it's really fun to play like i had a yeah. great time playing that song it was great
2: i'll tell you what i didn't have fun playing meathead
0: <laughs> that song's so fun it's so fast
2: yeah it's not, um, here's the other thing too It's not even that fast It's just It's not played all the time So it's, I'm not it was, it's, it's no faster than um, Is this my fate? Yeah It's just I don't know Yeah It was weird for me Like like um, a song like Our Time Is Now
0: Where I've never played and, and I mean never Since we recorded that shit in like 2005 I've never played Like the outro guitar solo That's on the record I've no, never ne- played never. it before there's certain things like that I've just never like. Oh yeah, played. did you,
1: did you do the normal record yeah. version? Yeah, you always did take, the take Pantera. You always did the Pantera solo yep. there, right?
0: And then uh, take me back. I've never really done the album one like ever. Mm-hmm. I just I was just like, guys, I'm good. I promise. Let me try to play faster, <laughs> you know. But for this, I was like, I'm gonna learn everything from the album and play everything just like the album, like to the as long as it fits, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was really fun, like going it's a lot of it's super time consuming, but really fun going back and like learning how I played all that stuff and like
2: building the the effects in my uh helix and all that stuff and it was really fun it's the whole thing for me is as much fun as I'm having going back and rehearsing these songs and then doing the in the wake live stream I'm looking forward to it being over with because I'm stressed out about it (laughs) because it's not like it's a live show, and like you know, if we fuck up, it's ah, you yeah, know, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, but like, yeah, it's a lot more writing on it. It's not just, yeah. uh,
2: it's not just Cleveland tonight. Because you know, uh, somebody's out there fucking screenshotting the thing too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. well, and
0: their- also, like, you know, there is so much behind the scenes work. And to your guys' credit, like, you guys are the ones doing it, and it's a lot. Like, the simplest way to kind of explain it is like, so we play with you have a click track in your ear. So basically, that's just like click. It's like dunk dong, dong 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 in Josh's ear to keep time. So, things that aren't a physical instrument, like a guitar, a bass, a drum, like if strings. like um, We can't hire, we, you we're, know, not, like a we're not
2: rich enough to hire an orchestra to come yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
0: like we talked about with Ryan Key. Well, I am, like, but... Uh, uh, what's it, our times now, in the bridge of that, where there's yeah. that keyboard and yeah. shit. Yeah. Remember, we used to have Biff play the keys, the keyboard uh-huh. there. Yeah, st- I just
1: uh, replied to Biff on Instagram or something and said, you're the only touring keyboard player in Story of the yeah, Year yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, like, yeah, He was the only one that ever did that live. Yeah.
0: And he would do "Take Me Back" the yeah. piano with Dan. Take yep. me back. So like that kind of stuff needs to all be integrated into the tracks and all this shit. It's just like, and Dan has to go through every single session of every single song and build all that shit out. Especially songs that we don't play live. Uh, yeah, we had
1: a lot of them built that we always play, but yeah, these yeah. ones that we've never played live, it's like we have to start over and yep. And then open up, it up the all session together.
0: files from the, like the original Pro Tools files and like making that shit all work and it's just it's hours upon hours of work
1: 17 year old pro tools files that that don't work like the new ones do but that's how those lights line up because he programs the lights ahead of time too so they have like a time code thing and it's really cool and and crazy how they're how they make this work but mm-hmm. so it's a lot of prep work basically before yeah, so we play the for, show do, uh,
2: what like, do other bands do it themselves or do <laughs> no have but somebody that's else what me and josh were talking about we're no like, that's why we're
1: here <laughs> i'm like we have to pay like 10 grand to get this done usually God, like what are we dude. oh yeah there's yeah well
2: i mean that we were talking about that now too it's like next time we record a record like this is within the deal yeah all these stems got to be like yep. done at the end yeah
0: <laughs> which is standard
2: Yeah, now Um, it is, but like we, you know, these records are whatever old, and we were super late to the game as far as like our genre to like playing along with, you know, tracks that we can't duplicate live with people and stuff that we just had to go back and start from scratch and go, well, we'll figure it out, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's safe to say, like, for an hour live stream, what's it like, I don't know, 60 hours of work of like doing all that shit and rehearsing
1: and and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot
0: like we're basically working f- full-time jobs right now doing these live streams not to mention Jordan like we have this amazing like 40 foot video wall behind us and he edits videos to every single song across all three albums it's just it's everyone's doing so much work to make this shit you know poor us <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> I'm yeah just joking. I, yeah i'm just uh i don't i just brought it up just to say uh that i appreciate I appreciate you guys I appreciate you guys yeah it's a lot man it's hey man for my band, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, but
1: yeah, it's 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 quite the fucking endeavor. We didn't think about everybody's like, why don't you do the constant and wolves too? And I'm like, well, fuck, man, we would love to, but three is a lot right now.
0: Guess what? So- On air right now, let's do wolves over Christmas break.
2: Hey, we can. Keep- that's fine. <laughs> People want the fucking constant.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's our least played record, so that would be really hard to get those those oh, sessions together. But if we have time,
0: i yeah, I would do all of them. It'd be awesome.
2: The constant might be better as a live stream so we don't have to like
0: <laughs> dude I was <laughs> look at people <laughs> I was I had Spotify open like rehearsing all the shit for the Black Swan for the next one and I was like you know what I have not listened to the constant it's funny because I'll still jam Wolves like a motherfucker oh, yeah, all the time. Wolves is one of my favorite records by any artist I ever consistently hold up, hold, jam- up no, hold, hold up you. Uh, <laughs> and I listened to the constant and there were songs on there I didn't even fucking
2: remember like oh, really? I don't even remember writing them
0: like, I was listening to Dan sing. I was like, what lyrics are these? What fucking song is this? What band is this? I don't even... That's a, that's
2: a new album for you.
0: The one, uh, Something... So,
2: something, Something.
0: Time Goes On or some shit? I don't know. Uh,
1: I don't know what it, if that's what it's called, it's but called yeah. Time Goes On. I like the lyrics to that song, but...
0: Yeah, I didn't know it was the story of the year song until so I heard it on the constant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, There's a lot of really cool stuff on the record. It's just... There is. Some of it's just not... Ten it, Years Down it just didn't awesome. turn out the way we wanted it to, or something. I don't know.
0: I, I chalk it up. To Maybe this. we just have
1: bad memories about it because of the time in our career.
0: I had a great time recording it, being at Elvis's house. Like that's yeah. it was fucking great. We were great. There in the I, summer that time, dude. I I had a fantastic time making that record. I just um, I I, 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 I yeah, y- 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 <laughs> you go, you go. <laughs> it ahead. was the
1: touring cycle afterwards. That's, that's what it is. That really sucked. I didn't want to say it, but so I'll say like it. It was the
2: touring cycle afterwards. I felt like epitaph like we they like cut the black swan record cycle short and kind of almost forced us into writing a new record i don't think we were ready to write a new record it just kind of like went oh you guys should just you know do a new record now
0: we were all mentally fucking spiritually just (laughs) it kind of exhausted at that point and needed a break you know and you can hear it in the album. Like dan said that last podcast like the dream is over (laughs) is the fucking saddest song ever Yeah. And like, it was like the tours weren't just, we we weren't doing the best touring business. And uh, I think we all just sensed the inevitability of a hiatus coming. And I associate the constant not with the record, but just with that, with the, like you said, the subsequent tours after it and just it leading to a long, 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 long break.
2: I think for me, it's the the whole thing. Like, it was just, we were pushed into doing a new record before we were ready to do a new record. Yeah. And, there's some cool shit on it, though. There's cool stuff. It's yeah. just, as a
1: whole, it's just, you know... We I've, wrote that record different than any record, too. Like, did, we all just kind of got in... We went to Ryan's every day. I mean, it's the same as we used to do, but we hadn't done that as much. We didn't do as many demos for that well, one. Also, yeah. Adam didn't live here, either. We would get together and jam, probably without Adam most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Adam, Phil and then we played just played ca- bass on a lot yeah. of, like, the... It was, like, know, before bro. Adam had left for a while. And, uh, yeah, we just kind of jammed a lot, and, like, you would send a few demos, and then it was like... Okay, well that one's pretty cool. Let's just make it. We were trying not to think about it too much, yeah. And just like have an easy
0: record for once in our lives, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, maybe we need to toil over these things much, much harder. I do like the um, the album art. I remember at the time just being like, eh, looks just kind of like an emo album art, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, I looked uh, at the it the other day and I was like, epitaph. What's yeah. his name like Nick or something. Yeah, Nick. From, I don't know. I can't remember his last name. He's he's awesome. He he did all the black Look, sw- just, black swan stuff too. I like the colors. I like the. I just I like it. It's kind of just little abstract. it's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, we
0: wanted it just to just be like a simple. We thought, man, we'll just fucking go with it. Yeah.
1: Maybe this is our best record. Who knows? A lot of people fucking love that record and found us at that time. I yeah. talk to people all the time Yeah. Uh, in St. Louis, and they're like, dude, why don't you guys play the constant more?
0: I'm Alive's a great song. Yep. What's the other? The, I already said 10 years down. That's a great song. It's really good. Holding On To You is really good. Yeah. But there's just other songs on the album that I have no memory of. Like, I heard it, and I was like, That's us?
1: It would be weird for me to listen to it right now. Yeah. All right, let's do a live stream of it right now.
0: (laughs) No, for real. Here we we go. Over Christmas break, we should do a Wolves one. Everything's all all set up, and we we know what we're doing. It'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, but we can't just skip
1: one of our records. That's kind of weird. Is it?
0: i don't know
2: Is actually it- it's our record so we can do what the fuck we want it's our band and our, our business
0: band. isn't that what we always just do whatever the fuck we want yeah, that's how true do, how yeah. about we
2: do a live stream of us listening to the record we
0: do podcasts where, we'll just explain it to where you. you hold the mic up to people taking a piss we can do anything we do anything we already that's true yeah i, I am anything Ooh. You are someone, <laughs> yeah. No matter what they say,
2: yeah. I know. Should we get Steve on this bitch? Is Steve trying to get into the, the uh, Zoom. He said he
1: said thirty.
0: Oh. Three minutes, A couple minutes. Uh, Do it again. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should cut that to the
1: beginning. <laughs> How do we get everybody to not subscribe and not ever listen to our podcast again?
3: <laughs> Dude, I
0: made the Christmas lights get brighter. <laughs> okay, Ryan. They pulsed. They went lighter, like that's Stranger just Things. Heat
2: turned on. Yeah, that's, oh. just my, that's just my power. Oh,
0: I thought it was the power of my
2: voice. This yeah, power down here's all oh, fucked up. Steve's on. Steve! Steve.
3: Hey, dude! Hi, dudes. Hey, Hi Dave. Steve! Dad, get out of the way! Hold on, hold on! I got. Hey, some. we got matching. We got matching SM7s. Yeah,
2: you guys are cool.
0: Yeah, you guys are super cool. We don't.
2: Hey, Steve, you got a sure endorsement? You can send us a couple of those. <laughs> we don't you have mean the black T-shirt anymore. that I always
0: wear?
1: There you are, full screen. Okay, there he is.
0: God damn, Steve looks good. Yeah. What up, Steve? What up? You... Why don't you have any gray in your hair or anything? What you eating? Tell us about your diet.
1: We're gonna ask you a thousand questions all at once.
3: <laughs> uh vegan diet and hair dye. Oh. Nice. I was dyeing my hair even when I knew you guys. I was I started going gray at like twenty five. I was dyeing my hair. I've been dying my hair since I was like in my twenties. Wow. Nice. I went no. grey super, super young. Impressive. Do you dye your pubic hair? <laughs> No. Are those great?
1: Ironically enough, enough, they're... Nice. Can you hear us? Uh, Because he can only hear us through the computer, so...
0: I can hear you. I'm just saying, I don't
1: think our mic feed's going through.
0: Yeah, we're recording at Dan's house, and we had like six minutes to set all this up, so... we did it real fast.
3: Yeah, I know, and I was like finishing this other thing, this other mix, and... uh, What are
0: you working on right now?
3: uh, I actually did a thing, which... Are you not allowed to say? uh, no, it's uh it's a thing for Save Our Stages.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, heard about that. A noble cause.
3: It's kind yeah, and it's kind of an all-star track. It's uh it's a Halloween kind of themed. It goes from like total slayer to like this like Halloween gothy kind of vibe and it's like it's Lombardo on drums, Gary Holt from, you know, Exodus and Slayer yeah. on guitar and Derek from Sepultura on vocals. Nice. Wow. And uh yeah, and, and Jason Freeze, uh, Josh's brother, yeah. He's who's in, a key, Green r- killer, like, keyboardist. Yeah, keyboardist, yeah. right. He's He played uh, keys on it.
0: Awesome. So. You should have got Josh to play yeah. drums. Josh Wills. No. no. Josh Wills.
3: <laughs> Josh <laughs> Wills.
0: Josh fucking Wills.
3: Constable Wills. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, Steve, it feels good to see you, man. Yeah, we haven't actually all looked you at too. each other like yeah. this probably in at least 10 years, maybe longer.
3: Uh, yeah, I'd say. We've talked, yeah. but
1: we haven't hung out hardly at all because we don't get to see each other very often, but... Uh, I guess what just happened a couple weeks Or last week, like this week I don't know, the 15 year anniversary of that thing we did In 2005 That thing
3: that we did back then Yeah,
1: yeah. That thing called In the Wake of Determination yep. You had to f- come in and follow up An almost platinum record by us And, and we yep. wanted to make a heavy Fucking raw ass, badass record And we were like, Steve, mm-hmm. make it perfect Do
0: it somehow And management said, <laughs> Steve Do what the band wants
3: Management said <laughs> Let the band make the record they wanted. I said, yeah. All right, I could do that. Yeah. They sound, because, you know, I mean, when seeing you guys, you know, I saw you guys a few times um, before we worked together, obviously, saw you guys, and you always came across a lot heavier live than you did on, on the Page Avenue record. Yep. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, these guys like a couple of songs, you know, I'm hearing it going like, Here Will Drown. Like, it's like, this sounds like Snapcase. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, dude. I could do that.
0: Yeah, you know how to do that. Yeah, um, you were the one who did it, Steve. What's funny is that, you know, um, we talked about this in the other podcast. But like for our second record, we met with like Bob Rock. Like we were talking to some. I, ma- yeah, I,
3: I I listened to part one of the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't so, think I I don't think I knew
0: the Bob Rock story. Oh no, we yeah we so we met with it was some early other early on. We met with some other people. You know, people like Bob Rock that have recorded fucking Metallica and (laughs) shit like that.
3: And we wanted to go. Small small records. Yeah. yeah. And we wanted
0: to go with the dude who recorded the stuff that influenced us and the shit that we thought was authentic and rad. And then meeting you, it was like, yeah, man, it was kind of a no brainer for us. And I think I don't know that we'd be a band still if we wouldn't have made that record. You
3: know? oh, that's awesome. That's
0: awesome to say. That's a dramatic thing to say. But I feel very confident if we would have just done the rinse, wash, repeat, Page Avenue 1, Page Avenue Part 2, Page Avenue Part 3. Speaking for myself, I don't think I would be in this band anymore. You know, So In the Wake was kind yeah. of like the start of us going adopting the mindset of we do what we want if we have any kind of artistic ambitions we chase them if we have a vision we chase it we do what the fuck we want and if it works out great if it doesn't well at least we tried and i think in the wake was kind of the start of that that mindset like and now that's the only way we operate
3: that's awesome yeah yeah Yeah, i mean uh it's always good to you know obviously There's no discounting what you guys did on Page Avenue at all, you know? I mean, it's a fucking killer record. Yeah. But um, like I said, when I listened to you guys live, it just always, you sounded, you came off a little bit differently. So I just thought the best way to go was to try and capture what you guys did. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. I felt, the feeling I got, you know, from watching you guys live, and you were just a a lot more, a lot heavier, a lot just a little more like... Sloppy? Just a little more raw. No, not sloppy. I wouldn't say kidding. sloppy. But, terrible. You
1: know. We were jumping off things and running around, so <laughs> yeah, it was, we there was more energy. Yeah,
3: you know, and the funny thing is, like, the, you know, I, obviously, you hear about everything, you know, you read everything, and you, you see things, and you see, like, fans' perceptions or whatever, and, like, for the most part, I, I saw, like, the stuff I saw was everybody was pretty into the way In the Wake felt. They're like it's still, I mean, it wasn't like we went off and you guys did a black metal record. <laughs> yeah, though, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we act like it was I such mean, a departure. He- it's heavy, but there were still like great hooks and great melodies yeah, yeah. and great singing, and like, you know, so it, I don't think it was that broad you know like the second like obviously the first single (laughs) you know the verses are you know it's like yeah okay right i get that but the chorus is you know as hooky as it comes to me and like
1: yeah the scene was kind of splitting into like more emo and we were going more rock more heavy not metal though because we were never a metal band but it was just kind of splitting into different genres and we weren't going the way that a lot of people thought we would but
3: Right, but then you go, like, Five Against the World and, like... Verse, verse is a little more heavy But like the chorus Is about as poppy as it gets Yep
1: yep, yeah. We always thought That you know? was like a Foo Fighters chorus Yeah I remember talking to yeah, like yeah.
3: that What was the I'm trying to remember What the I was, I was trying to rack my brain Cause I was like What's the working title Cause I had to like Rockable. Think of the working titles
1: Rockable well, which, Was five against the world
3: Rockable Rockable Yeah, yeah. I just right. was going through remember, Making all the tracks I remember and I've, Taste the Poison Was Lopans Yeah, yeah. Lopans Cowboy
1: that. Revenge Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just went through, and I was doing all the tracks, so I've just seen all these recently. Skatebreed. Yeah, Skate Breed was Pay Your Enemy. Skatebreed,
3: that was Pay Your Enemy, right? Bubba and Russell was
1: Sk- is Skate fate? Breed. Yeah, Bubba and Russell was Is This My Fate? Yeah. yeah.
3: Right, 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 right. And then, um, uh, God, what's the, Our Time Is Now, was that? Uh, what was Our Time Is Now? Oh, uh,
0: g- give me one
1: second. Was
3: that uh, Pantera's Pizza? No, that no. was March
1: of the Dead. That was March of the Dead, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. God, you remember all this. That's crazy. Our time is
0: now was...
3: Uh... Well, I mean, it's harder. That chart was sitting there oh, in yeah. Pantera's Pizza. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> so you guys you guys actually wow. auctioned off that chart? You don't have the chart anymore? No, yeah,
2: we auctioned it off. We did that for Wolves, yeah. 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 Oh, cool. But uh, Superfan bought it, so it's yeah. like it's... It's not It's it, killer To some just random Yeah, yeah We yeah. can go beat them up And take it back It's fine Yeah
3: So the super fan gets it And there's like penises All over the chart <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: <laughs> There definitely <laughs> is You know that's pretty on brand For, for I mean, our yeah.
3: band Yeah That's on brand for I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a little uh, Little band. insight That's on brand for every band <laughs> Yeah yeah. I, I pretty much will I pretty much I still have some charts From records I do Like in my studio You know what I mean Like some bands take, I'm like it's your you Take it take it And they never take it Yeah and then, like eventually, they'll be like, "Hey, you still got that chart? Can you ship it to us?" You know, or whatever. <laughs> but funny. there's invariably at least one penis yep. somewhere. <laughs> yep, there's it's something, not multiple. Something peni. about a
1: bunch of dudes in a band that's just, yeah. just pretty standard. Uh, uh the crazy yep. thing is, you had to come to St. Louis to make the record. You didn't have to, but we, you, we, you agreed
2: to. We said we don't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so you shipped a I bunch of gear, to- and,
3: and I was I was totally fine. I would love that. I used at that point, you know. I mean, I'm married now, it's a different thing, but, like, I I loved, like, the pirate ship mentality of that. So, yeah. it's, like, so it's, it's, like, my version of, like, going on tour. Yeah, Because I didn't totally. tour, really, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. oh, pack up my gear, go to some city, hang out for two months and make a record. Totally into it, yeah. you know? But then I got to, you know, and like, that way I would always, whatever I, wherever I was, I got to, like, especially doing international stuff, it's like I got to... Be not a tourist in a foreign place or in a foreign city. I got to like hang out with the locals and go to the local cool spots. And like I always was into that kind of aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's
0: cool. We um, recorded the album in my basement. We did drums in Chicago um, and then spent a couple weeks. Well, how, how long were you in St. Louis? It was like six weeks, eight weeks? I think
3: at least, at least, yeah. I think it, was it was a like, long time. I'm going to say it was two months. Yeah, so yeah it was yeah, two months for okay. quite a bit So of in that two months, pre-pro and then to Chicago for a week and yeah. then back. Because uh, we had the grand idea
2: of, oh, let's track drums live and play the songs all the way through. Hold up, we'll get to that in a second because that was fucking magical to something,
3: me. Something tells me, something tells me you weren't that happy with that. Josh. I was
0: not. I was, dude. That that
3: week in Chicago,
0: re- doing all those drums and, oh and like. I've been, like, waiting my whole career to do a record like that, like... Live there's like candles lit. We had like fake snakes everywhere and shit. We turn all yeah. the lights off and had Christmas lights. And, like I think we I had pictures of Jessica Alba. You had we all like put our like uh, inspiration up and you had like ba- hot babe pictures and <laughs> <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. I had pictures of like dime bag and like Billy Corgan's guitar and like all this stuff. Josh had babes. Oh
3: yeah, you had your little you had your little thing set up. Your little yeah. station set up with all your pictures. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and just like Christmas
0: lights and I had like I just remember I had like uh, I bought all these rubber snakes. I had like snakes crawling <laughs> everywhere. And we just for a week Just like Fucking Sometimes had our shirts off And stuff And just Dude it was awesome yep. Like I I just That was like a magical Little window
1: in it was, time It was
2: It was stressful It Fuck was super that, fun It was but, awesome
1: but, but all the stress was on you yeah. Because we were all just Watching you record For the whole week basically So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it sucked for you more
2: But I just like
0: I Okay Nothing against Feldman or Page Avenue Or any of our other records Or Elvis Or yeah. anything But There's something different About just everyone tracking everything individually and, like, just the drummer sitting in the drum room and then, like, you know, me sitting in in a chair just recording some stuff. There's something wildly different about all being in a room. Even though Josh was the only one, we were recording the drum tracks, but we were still all playing. It's like, like in terms of being in a studio, like, during Page Avenue, I really just... Like, none of us had even seen Pro Tools before. Like, we didn't know what the fuck... I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll play... All right, I'll just play this shit, or whatever. In the wake, doing those songs, recording like that, it was the first time I kind of felt like a real band in a real studio environment recording a real record. Maybe that doesn't make any sense to you guys, but for me, I just remember feeling like this is what... This was what Foo
3: Fighters must feel like when they record, you know? But didn't you guys do... When you did the Big Blue Monkey demos, didn't you record, like, do basic tracks together, or no? No, we did, for sure, but
0: it wasn't on... A record with like a six-figure budget, right?
3: right, That took
0: months to make. It was just us shoestring. Like we only recorded that way because we only had like well, we only had like four hundred dollars. Yeah, we had four hundred dollars. It's like you did. What did you do at Jupiter? Uh, two relax studios, and then (laughs) no, uh,
2: we did. We did did something
1: at Jupiter before you came to do the live. Yeah,
2: we did like two live record. We mixed at Jupiter.
3: Yeah, crazy.
1: We never talk about that Uh, live in the Lou. Steve also mixed that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how we first met. Or, you know, because you came right. to St. Louis to do that as well.
3: On my break from Limp Bizkit, I came and flew in.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> shit, that's yeah. right.
3: Yeah, so yeah. you guys didn't have that going. I
0: I just remember feeling like this is like how Foo Fighters must do it. Nah. This is how, like, this is yeah. how real bands, like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I felt like it was kind of a turning
3: point. You know, the funny thing is we would have, if, if hindsight's twenty twenty. but if I knew... Because originally, the main reason why we went to Gravity was they had the Neve console and they had a tape machine, and we were going to do it to tape. Yeah, yeah, if you remember. yeah, yeah. And then we got there, and they're like, uh, the tape machine's not working. You're like, why didn't you tell us that before we booked the studio? <laughs> yeah. We
1: could have did this anywhere then. Yeah,
3: yeah. I could have literally rented a bunch of extra mic pre's and we could have done it at all at the Steamy Nook. Yeah. We could have yep. just done it all there. In the basement, know?
1: yep. So... Yeah, but it was still cool. It's still cool to, like, get out of the city and, you know, go somewhere. No, it was great. That I was mean, awesome. like,
3: we we all, I mean, it was great. We road trip. We all caravan to Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, so Adam and
0: I edited a documentary about that window of time called "A uh, Year and a Half of the Life, a Story of the Year, ripped directly off Metallica.
3: I remember... I never saw the the video for that. I oh. only saw... The, I remember when you guys released the the, the funny videos when you dubbed, to, you dubbed like, my voice where I sounded like Kip <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did Uncle
3: that. Okay, want to do that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, like, editing all that shit, it was back in the day, so we had, like, height tapes or whatever, and you had to, like, capture the shit. Yeah. And the very first thing I captured from that whole session... I guess Chris Ravenscraft was filming And we were It was the first night We were going out to eat at a restaurant Oh, you took us to Fogo to Chow Yeah, you did That's right
3: it's first, night, first night in Chicago Yeah, yeah Either
0: yeah. way, this is the first bit of audio uh, Or the first video thing You guys were all standing outside the hotel And I was the last one coming down And like I, uh, Someone was filming And it was like Where's Ryan at? Dan goes He's probably doing his hair because I had like big spiky ridiculous yeah. hair.
1: I was probably hungry.
0: And that was the first oh, you're yeah angry. yeah
1: you used to get so, so like, hungry.
0: Give me meat. That was the first like the first 8 seconds of video I saw for the whole thing It's like oh, damn. Crazy. Oh god, that's yeah, yeah. so good. Steve, hey, hey Burn. Burn, Steve. Yeah. What was your first impression of us when you met us?
3: Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I just my first impression meeting you guys was after I saw you guys. It was in New York. Yep. At the... Where was that concert? I remember I met you guys in New York on... The Roseland? What tour was that? Was that tour with uh, My Cam? Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was the, the Roseland
0: Ballroom. It was the Nintendo Fusion Tour.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Rosen Ball, right, Roseland Ballroom, and just watching you guys play that set and like just how hard you guys went off. And then I first met you. When I first met you, Ryan, you had your shins in a bucket, in buckets of ice. Yeah. You were icing down your shins. Yep. And I was just like, really just, you know, admired your guys' work ethic and just how normal dudes you were. You weren't, you know, just like everybody, all the dudes that I grew up with, you know, in Jersey. Yep. yep. It was, it was great. And I just, you know, I, I really, I felt like immediately like a kinship to you guys just because of just the way you just went about. Your business Being badasses And just like Going for it every night
0: Nice What about his people Who was like That guy's fucking annoying <laughs> Which one of us <laughs> Adam All right. sure I, After okay, always so, Adam right So after eight weeks Who's the one That you're like Dude that guy Any <laughs> of us that's a shitty question. No, Not really. <laughs> okay. That's a Can't shitty put question. Him on the spot. Not all really. Right. I mean, I,
3: I, dude, I remember. I, I had, a, I love all you guys, man. I had a great time with everything. Yeah, that was. Will's, you were, you were gone after we, we <laughs> tracked yeah, the records. So, uh, <laughs> after done. we tracked drums, you were like, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <That was laughs> done, dude. Yeah, we we just and talked. About every that. once in a while, every once in a while, you'd show up and like the cards game was on. Like they lured you over to watch the cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, On TV. Yep, yeah, yeah.
2: Was, and that was about it. Well, I was telling them earlier. I was like, we had just written the record did all that pre-pro and then went to sh- like Chicago and did drums and I was like yeah I'm done it's I have to go away <laughs> yeah I was at home finishing my basement you know oh you were <laughs> yeah that's what I was doing the whole time oh nice yeah
3: dan I just remember something it just popped into my head like actually the other day when I was listening to part 1 of the podcast do you remember you getting that fucking crazy abscess from the sour the sour gum? Remember we were go, going off on that sour gum, and then you were you were just eating that the, the crybaby sour gum constantly. Oh, I remember and that. And you got like some shit in your tooth, and your your mouth got swollen. Like you had to go to the dentist. Who Do you was remember that? this? Dan, was you that don't me? remember that? Was that? Dan.
1: Oh, oh, that was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't remember that. That's why, but. I guess that probably was why, but yeah. yeah.
3: That was definitely why. Because we, we, I was all into that getting all those things of candy, and we had yeah. that, that the Crybaby gum. <laughs> we would just put, like, <laughs> wads of it, like five, six, seven gumballs. I didn't know that was during ro- the recording, ro- 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 but ro- ro- yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, my yeah. face
1: got all swollen. We had to play Point Fest, like, I guess that was during the recording. Yep. But, like, yeah, I was just down in Tylenol and shit. And, yeah, I had to get a root canal and get my whole fucking <laughs> tooth oh all God. fucking yeah. blown out. Holy shit, I didn't remember that that we was had to, during yeah, the recording we had,
3: to, we had to like hold off on finishing up some of the vocals Because yeah. you're, you're Like I can't sing, like, I have a softball totally in fucking, my face yeah. <laughs> yeah You literally had a fucking softball Yeah, it yeah, sucked it was just, You know
0: what, um, oh my God. what memory oh, I memory? Sorry about that Dude, that's great, I forgot about that <laughs> As just like a fucking guitar psycho that's just like addicted to writing music I loved your philosophy of using actual pedals I'll always remember this I remember you saying, "Well, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, use the duck. Let's use the fucking duck." So we like let's use the fucking duck. Yeah, we like went to a couple of guitar stores and just spent like a couple thousand dollars on like all these pedals and like, dude. I, so all the effects on there, it's all like actual effects pedals, and it's just all us. actual effects. You had that rat distortion the rat pedal that you brought, and like, uh huh, dude. So yeah. Especially that era in my life, I was like buying and selling pedals like on a weekly basis. Like I would just, I was on eBay nonstop, buy sell, buy sell, buy sell, trying everything. So it, for me, like all that shit, like actually being on the record, actually organic affects pedals. And yeah, I just, so I always rad.
3: came from that that philosophy of just like doing it, uh, and and the sound actually kind of inspires the the playing. Sure. So. I was always like, let's, you know, dial in something, and then, like, that's going to, you know, once you're something you're super stoked on, it's you're just going to, you know, just do it and and not, eh, let's do it later. It's like, eh, it's not, to me, that's not the inspiration.
0: Yeah, I was just always, like, stoke level 10, like, doing all that stuff, and especially it was in my basement. Like, we built that, like, cave for the guitar cabs. You, uh-huh. Like, just making, like, a actual cave that we just stuck, like, just... Every single part about that process, like this, the very like DIY feel of that whole record, like we built you that control room to hang out in, and like yep, yeah, just everything about that, like I was, it was like rocket fuel for my soul. It's just to do all that shit. It was so yeah, so fucking awesome.
3: And and (laughs) and then just like everything, the way you guys like just when when you guys set your mind to something especially especially you and then also Adam is, is that way too. When you guys are like, you guys are the two peas in a power. It's like when, when you guys decide you're going to do something, you go, okay, we're going to do it, but then we're going to do it a thousand percent. And you and Adam are a hundred percent like that. And yeah. it's like, so I was thinking about, when we decided we were going to start playing ping pong. And, <laughs> you, you and you and Adam both went to, we went to like Big Five or whatever sporting goods store. You guys got the outfits. You had headbands. You, got, you had uniforms. Like we <laughs> yeah. had a ping pong team. You yeah. got the best table. You got the best paddle. Adam had his paddles. He had his paddles in a case. Yeah. He got the case. And then Nails ate his paddles like the next day. He ate my wallet too. Yeah. So, so hold up. R.I.P. Yeah, so so you were here for a couple months
0: at my house. Yep. I had a pit bull named Nails. Did he? <laughs> okay, so he ate
3: my cell phone, my glasses. He chewed up the corners of like a- my, I remember hanging out in the back by your pool. Yeah. And he's looking at me and he's crunching. I'm like, what are you eating? He was eating a rock from beside the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just he looking at me. I'm like, are you eating rocks? Steve, he's just like- <laughs> He definitely <laughs> ate my wallet. He <laughs> ate
0: your wallet. He, I think he ate a hat of yours. Did he, yeah.
3: did he eat anything of yours, Steve? I don't think so. Okay. He ate everybody's no. shit. Well, he ate those paddles that yeah. Yeah. really expensive ping pong paddles, yeah, yeah. And, Adam, and I remember just like hearing the bellow from the next room like, "No!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
0: Adam I, Adam really maxed out on ping pong. You guys remember that oh, when yeah. he would, when he would lose, he would, we <laughs> called him you remember we called him Chernobyl, Chernobyl? because after <laughs> he lost every time, he would have a colossal fucking meltdown.
3: Look, oh, slam, is, oh, slam dude, it down. He got yeah. so serious. Uh, it was awesome. But just the way you guys were just full on it was like that. You're just like DIY mentality about everything. I'm sure when you were when you were kids, like building skate ramps or building bike ramps or like the same yeah, shit. Oh yeah. And then when we built when we built the fort for the for the for the guitar cabin, you were like, This is awesome. And you just started building shit and just like we had this whole contraption in there. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love your I love your just eternal stoke and your enthusiasm. It's just yeah, it's I'm infectious. like infectious. A-
0: I'm like over over stoked, but the inverse is if i if I'm not like for example s- school like I was a terrible yep. student, if I don't care about something, it's like like i just i can't do it like i just i can't if i'm not if I don't care about something i just I, I I can't fucking do it, I can't do it, but
3: well, in normal sides it seems like you you know from my what I remember from you know i mean maybe it's a little different now, but you were definitely very like a d d like you're just like, oh you know yes, from time to time, but then. When you have something you know you're gonna focus on, then you're just like, yeah, I'll, like laser
0: focus. Yeah, I'll play the guitar for 18 hours straight, you know? Like, right. But, like, give me some math homework or some shit. Like, I'll last two seconds. I'm done. Right.
3: You know? Or just talking about something and then you're just like, squirrel. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you had math homework? Oh, uh, I'm just saying. Like, that's why I was a very poor student, you know? Because yeah. I just, I didn't give a shit, you know? I just wanted to be in a band. Yep. Yeah, so, like, you coming here, you know, what's cool about, like, a situation like that was that you force all these creative types into a room, and I feel like it's, like, within five minutes, everyone's, like, close. Within five hours, everyone's, like, fucking best friends. Within five days, we're, like, family. I don't know if that was your experience, mm-hmm. but, like, my experience... Absolutely. Yeah, my experience making this record was, I felt like we were just, like, instant friends, and it was, oh, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, laughed. like,
3: I... yeah. We laughed the whole time. <laughs> yeah, just so many, so, just so many great little moments, and just uh, and and uh, don't forget Alan too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Alan Hessler. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. Yeah, man, Captain Hesslerhoff. Yeah. yeah. Do you 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 still like talk to Alan
3: like frequently? Right. Alan lives. Alan lives in Long Beach. He lives like three blocks from me. Oh, nice. I don't nice. get to. Yeah, I don't get to see him as much. Um, he's working obviously because of the, the COVID thing. He's working from home. Yeah. Now, which is great. Uh, you know, Alan's about to get married too. What? No. Alan's getting married uh, in about two, three weeks. Wow. I didn't get so, an invite.
0: I didn't get an invite either. Fucked up. For people listening, Alan Hessler engineered, cut drums, did like the engineer work, like, yep. did editing for in the wake of the termination. So, Alan was
2: at, at the steamy nook with us the entire time too, you know? And also, he didn't. He, didn't he record our EP at Webster Studios? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yep. The original. <laughs> he Big recorded Blue Monkey. the Big
3: Blue Monkey. Yeah, right. The story, yeah, the story yeah. of
2: the year EP. Yep. Yep.
1: That's
2: funny. Yep. A lot of history and
3: with then, him. Is that how he came? Did he come out to to California with you guys, and then wound up getting the job with with Feldman? Yeah, yeah we yeah, I we think basically so. through you
0: guys. Yeah, there was like a group of people that we got like kind of came out to California with us and wound up doing, like, a multitude Oki of too. Different, yeah, Okie, dude named Nick Lambrow, who did um wound up doing video work for, like, The U's and Biff. 30 Seconds to Mars. Biff came from Missouri. Not from our immediate right. circle of friends, but, yeah, from Missouri. Okie, like, all these... We just had a lot of people in St. Louis that we kind of got, like, hooked up, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: We generally just didn't want to, like... It was hard for us to work with people we didn't know because we're so <laughs> fucking weird that, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to like. It's hard to break like our our barrier of like friends. If like right, if you're in, you're in, and that's it.
3: You're right. You guys keep your circle pretty tight.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just we're really weird. Yeah, and then that,
3: you know that was my first my first introduction to Alan was was on that record, and then Alan went went on to like assist me for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. You know? Old Alan so.
2: Snoop. Old Snoop
3: <laughs> Snoop Ol Snoop Gessler. I just always remember that uh, Alan. We were we were out. We were in the in our makeshift the, the lounge we had, which is where the ping pong table was. Yeah, yeah. And we were watching like metal videos on on whatever it wasn't MTV, whatever the hell it was, Fuse or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember Alan coming out and you shut it off, and he goes, "Hey man, put that Children of <laughs> boredom back on." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Alan just has this like really. Like super southern Missouri Like
2: drawl Like it's, it's Like he's from St. Louis He's from like, St. Louis like, But he kind of has this like sense. But he has
3: family from Arkansas too Yeah he yeah, has so. this
2: like
0: southern drawl That we don't really We have kind of hints of it But he's yeah. like full on He's a, Put that em. children of bodem back on man bodem yeah. Bodem. man <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, Steve so uh, Do you have a favorite song on the record? Ah <sighs> oh, God
3: I mean i have a i have a few of the a uh, few good songs, a few of my favorite songs. We don't care being one um you remember uh, some, a
1: tidbit about that you remember we recorded a whole different version vocally or lyrically, and then completely i completely yeah. rewrote it because I don't remember it did it right? was similar but eh, just lyrics. it was
3: i don't remember what the verses were I don't either. Was, they were The different, verses though. were very different right yeah
1: it was just it was the same melody and stuff. It's just I completely rewrote it lyrically. And I still, it's not my favorite lyrically, but I do love that song, but I don't know that it just was never completely right lyrically, but right. yeah, I just remembered that. I completely forgot that that
3: happened. And then, uh, um, uh, I go, I just was going to say back to 84, but take me back yeah. as well. <laughs> yep. Steve, do you remember mixing? I, I think Adam
0: too. Yeah. You and Adam went. Yeah. We flew out to hang with you while you mixed.
3: Yep. Up at Bay 7 in the Valley.
0: Yeah. And do you remember when all the label people came back? Uh, came to the studio and we played. Oh yeah, you played. We don't care anymore. Take me
3: back and taste the poison. Taste the poison. And I told you. I think I even commented on your Instagram that I think it was Guy Osiri or whoever it was. the other guy. Who who was the other the A&R Snow? guy at the label? Robbie Snow. Robbie. Robbie yeah. Snow. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. called you like he called you like the master of rock or something <laughs> or a rock god or something. <laughs> uh, but, the, like
0: yeah. But after your
3: solo on yeah, Taste yeah. the Poison. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Um. But I remember
0: like. After playing those songs, and like, do you remember Guy Osiri, who's like Guy Osiri, pretty, pretty, yep. especially at the time, pretty big wig in the industry, like super big wig. Oh, yeah. Came. Yeah,
3: yeah. He only uh, managed uh, Madonna or something. Yeah, yeah somebody yeah, yeah, small yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> but, but, and there were some other label personnel there. So, there was like a, you know, a room of label people. We played the songs and then just got like a standing ovation. hmm. Shortly after that, I got had a conference call with Guy Osiri. And he was like, you guys knocked it out of the park. And, uh, we Don't Care Anymore is going to be one of the biggest songs of the decade. Like They were so fucking pumped. Like, we went in and made this like really DIY, kind of raw. Yep. We made the record we wanted to make. And there's a lot of reasons. Maybe it didn't really connect like it was supposed to um, that we talked about in the last podcast. But we did our jobs fucking... We did the fuck out of our jobs. And you nailed it. You're the only... Producer that could have made that record the the what it is, and they were so fucking pumped on it, you know, like I'll just remember that man like, they were they were yeah.
3: incredibly pumped on it, management was stoked, yep. everybody was stoked, and then the label folded,
0: yeah yeah that whole thing, yeah, the whole thing about they stopped being a record label, yeah, <laughs> they were just disappearing the whole
2: the whole cycle, basically,
3: yeah and, uh, yeah that's
2: the you no know, maybe not the only reason, but yeah, each time we went in to visit Maverick, there'd be less and less people there. <laughs>
3: yeah I guess You're like what's going on
0: here yeah I guess for me it was just a kind of a a minor pivotal like it wasn't like a life changing thing but like I do remember it being like a pivotal moment in my you know young career as my career as a young musician like we made this record like we got i'll just call them like suits we got the approval of like the suits and the marketing people and all this stuff for this record that wasn't bubblegum and wasn't poppy top 40 stuff. It really is a very authentic representation of us just chasing what we thought we wanted, like what we wanted to do. And we made this record that's not commercial. That's just fucking honest and raw and awesome. And we got that kind of response from those people. I just remember thinking that was super fucking dope. It's like, we did not make a cookie cutter, Mm -hmm. just paint by numbers, kind of plastic, artificial bubble gum record. We made a fucking rock and roll record. And to get that kind of response, like I, that, that was like a really defining moment in my career, you know?
3: Yeah. It was, it was very satisfying to, to think that we pretty much did what we wanted. You know, there was a couple of suggestions along the way and then we tried some things. Yeah.
1: And you might've you know, heard more and, suggestions yeah. than we did. <laughs> I didn't hear any. <laughs> they, 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 might've called you a couple of times.
3: Yeah. Well, there was a few um, from, I think from the first version of, of we don't care
1: Maybe that's why we changed the to, lyrics,
3: yeah. <laughs> and that's why we changed, yeah. I think we wanted to try. I said, we, I think it was the suggestion was let's just try it and see what happens. Yeah, I think it was like that song. Could, that version,
1: that song could be big. Let's make it a little more because it was like it was a little more political. I think at first, and I it didn't make much right. sense. It was weird.
0: I also thought it was cool that you were down to go till like midnight, one, two, sometimes three a.m. Because mm-hmm. that that part of my like now, you know, these days I'm up at like six in the morning. I like I I love that, but like. That era, we were all like just super crazy. Like, well, not not so much Josh, but no, like, definitely not me. We were just like <laughs> night owls, dude. Like, we didn't go to bed till the sun came up. And yeah, it was cool how you like you were on that same schedule with us. You were at my house sometimes till three in the morning. You know, uh huh.
1: I loved oh, it. I mean, it was, we would we start would recording just... a song at three sometimes, <laughs> like vocally. Yeah, Be like you ready to sing? Yeah. Fuck I mean, yeah, sure.
3: I've always kind of been on that. Uh, from a lot of other records I've worked on Like with people Even when I was working on The Cure With Ross producing And I was just oh, engineering you know, just the Robert cure. Smith Robert was doing his vocals at four in the morning He would start doing <laughs> vocals at four in the morning That's because he's a vampire <laughs> I mean you wouldn't expect any anything less From like no. the king of yeah. goth To not record his vocals at four in the morning With it the studio all in, dark
2: like, Pitch black with one candle
3: uh, Multiple candles but definitely very dark
2: <laughs> But also top three favorite bands of all time for Yeah
3: me, me too which was like it was it was very surreal to to wind up and that was like i i had basically just come off of for the most part just come off of that record it was like i went from to the cure then i did limp biscuit and then i did your record
2: god
0: that's crazy so Steve, it's crazy what was it like working with fred durst i i only asked because adam and i did a film project some years back and we interviewed fred and it was like a wonderful experience. He was fucking amazing. So, but you recorded him, yeah. But you you worked with him, like more in the early days. I, so, like how I wor- was that? well,
3: I worked with them. Well, it was it was what it record? was a very interesting. It was for that that EP, the Unquestionable Truth. They did,
0: yeah. Uh, Remember they, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That was actually the first reunion with the original band with West back on guitar. Yeah, but they had some sort of marketing idea to not advertise the record and then just drop it on everybody but this is like 2005 the idea was ahead of its time because like when beyonce dropped yep you know yeah she did that and surprised everybody but it's it's this is before like major internet you know yeah yeah so a little bit of a different different story but it was interesting to say the least i don't really want to like peel back the the uh (laughs) the sheen too much but they weren't necessarily all in the best headspace. Yeah. Yeah. Working on that then. It was kind of a it was kind of a label thing. They kinda like put them all back together. It's like, oh, let's put this back together because they can make a lot of money or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. and they weren't and subsequently they're they're all they all get along great. But I think at that point it you know, I could be wrong from reading it, but it felt like they weren't really um Friends happy with each other. Yeah. back yeah. then.
1: Then That's, you came to our. There was. Our, a,
3: there, I felt like there was a little bit of a ten, little bit of tension, but I, like I said, I could be reading the room wrong. But yeah. um, but then I work with Fred uh, on some solo stuff of his. Like after we we had worked together on that record like like right in the fall like right after that i think i worked with i worked with fred on some solo stuff and he was like as nice as could be like we had a great time it was like really mellow but when i worked with him on the on the other stuff he was tense let's say it's, <laughs> fun,
2: you know, it's funny though like just as like a, a i don't know what you call it linking everything when we went and worked with elvis elvis was Quote, unquote, in Limp Biscuit for a while As what? the guitar player You don't remember those stories? Well, he worked on, no. he'd
3: worked on that um, Results May Vary record, right? Yeah, Elvis. he was yeah, the guitar so. player What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah
2: Really? Yeah, like Wes wasn't in the band He was, I don't it was think. probably writing and recording It was Mikey
3: from Snot, right? Wasn't it Mikey from Snot? Could have been On guitar?
2: But like, Elvis was there Like writing guitar riffs and stuff Oh, wow Yeah, he, he would tell us Crazy Crazy like, Stories I won't say anything about But like He would tell stories And I'd be like What the fuck uh,
0: yeah yeah I remember the stories I didn't know he was like Playing guitar
2: for Limp biscuit Yeah though. he was Like he was writing Like guitar riffs and stuff
3: Dang that's cool oh, Yeah wow. Damn. It's just
2: it's just funny like I don't yeah. know. Yeah,
3: yeah. It was a it, that whole so- story. There's 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 you could there's probably stuff online you could see on YouTube like the making of that record. Oh really? There was a lot of uh, the one I did. There was a lot of drama. We wound up, it was a full record, but it wound up they wound up only releasing half of it. Oh wow! And, and they replaced the drummer and then because the drummer was having some substance problems and then As he came does. up to the studio while we were yeah we had Sammy Sammy Siegler. Who was played drum You know The first Glassjaw Gorilla Biscuits drummer Oh yeah Quicksand Like you know Sammy Fucking Sammy. It's like Rival Schools Yeah So Yeah Sammy wound up Playing drums On some of the record And then John Otto Played drums On some of the record And it was It was a crazy It was a very crazy time But there's There's some stuff You could see Do you know Who that uh, That comedian Dean Del Rey is Yes And he has That podcast That Let There Be Let There Be Talk podcast Like one of the top podcasts yeah, okay. Uh, Dean was the videographer when we were making that Limp Bizkit record. Oh, like wow. Dean wound up being... Was, yeah, Dean was shooting the video the whole time. Oh, wow, so, that's cool. Crazy little aside.
2: Yeah, that's crazy. That's
3: yeah.
1: awesome. You've recorded so much awesome stuff in your time. We could talk about... Dude, All I,
2: that for six hours I probably I remember bombarding you With like Snapcase questions Yeah yeah Cause that's
0: what I was gonna say So like The Cure Robert Smith Cool arenas and everything <laughs> Fuck that I just wanna hear about Snapcase yeah, You dude, know it was crazy. I wanna work with the dude That recorded Snapcase No one When we t- talk about this shit No fans have any idea Who the fuck we're talking about I know. Yeah. No one has a clue Who Snapcase is But Even saves the day That's a, even a more direct link To like the style nowadays yeah, yeah, But yeah. they're You know they're, It's still a lot older For a lot of the younger generation Yeah yeah But Snapcase and Saves the Day, Yeah, that were going to be my next thing I was going to say. Those two things, it's like, I don't care if fucking uh, Rick Rubin would have walked in the room. I'd have been like, you didn't record Snapcase, bro. You know? (laughs) Like, I just, I don't know. I I still, to this, like, a lot of that story of the year, like, uh, drop D, like, staccato, like, O2. Dude, that's fucking Snapcase. Snapcase is my first concert I've ever went to, Steve. 1994 no way, really? it was my first concert. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. So, like, you know, we don't necessarily sound like Snapcase, but like, holy shit. Like, but there's parts that I hear, like I yeah. said.
3: There's, there's,
2: yeah, just definitely those, things. those simple, just kind of like... It was the first song I ever played on drums. Yeah, it was the first song off Looking Glass Self.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, do, of do, course.
2: Da, 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 da. I, I, I air-drummed to that for like months, and then yeah. finally was able yeah. to sit down at a drum set and play it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's right. They had that, that drum hook thing in the beginning of that song, too. Yeah, and, do, 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 and then do, do, the one that do. people always... Well, the one that always yeah. people talk when they bring up they bring up Snapcase and they just go like immediately. Yeah, That's what they do. Yep,
2: that's that's yep. a classic drum record. So good though, God, it's so
1: good. Who mixed that? You you didn't mix that, right? Because you I did. You you recorded and mixed it. I didn't. I thought
3: recorded and mixed. Or maybe
1: I'm thinking it saves the day. Then they get like Andy Wallace to mix that or something. Did you do nope. all that? Maybe I'm just fucking making things up right now. I, I just Through assume- being
3: cool, I, I, all that stuff—that's all the tracks he stays. That's like oh, there yeah, was okay. no budget. Yeah, yeah, track, yeah I guess record, that makes track a record, track record, and mix it in two weeks. That's it. That's Dude, awesome. I'm doing
0: all of it. That's even better. Good job.
3: Through being cool is one of my
0: like all time favorites. Like I'm gonna be 50 years old, 60, 80, and I'll be jamming that shit. It's it's it is a masterpiece to me.
3: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah.
0: Yep. You're, you you uh, you created a whole world on accident.
1: <laughs> who knew who knew On what accident. who knew what was gonna happen with that, you know?
3: Who knew? And then, you know, also like it's funny because like the stuff that the some of the bands that I work with now, I'm getting that direct descendant kind of thing. The you know, same thing, like the influencing like when I did the, those Wonder Years records, you know, it's like yeah. it's because of it's because of Saves the Day and Lifetime. It's yep. story, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, story, story of the Year. Yeah, like Story
1: of the Year. I do love I do love the one of dudes did you just do something new with them recently or did they just release I just something?
3: did They're, it's coming out Friday on we did two new songs yeah I saw something and about I produced it. them I produced them remotely which was like crazy because oh, yeah. this was like we did it in August at the height of the like one of the like, like I'm not flying to Philly. They didn't want me to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we had planned on doing it. This stuff in April. You know, I saw them when they came through on the last tour in March. It was like the last concert I saw before the lockdown. It was like a, four days before lockdown. Uh, saw the Wonder Years came by at the Glass House, as a matter of fact, and hung out with them. And they're like, Hey, we're gonna do these new songs for the 10th anniversary of the Upsides this year. 10th anniversary of Suburbia. The first record I did with them is next year. So they recorded they wrote two new songs and I was supposed to go to Philly and just do it with them, but what we wound up doing there's this um technology now with uh uh called Source Connect that I could literally you could stream full Fidelity audio. I can I could listen and hear and like I set it up inside my Pro Tool session with my talk back and everything and I can hear everything clearly. They can hear me, I'm talking back to them like through the session, not just like with, uh, we had video just as like, just for like a little bit of visual, but it was like, it's full fidelity audio. So I, I had to produce it in more of a macro sense. Obviously I wasn't hands-on and dialing in tones, but there was an engineer at the studio. We did pre-production fully with me, you know, it, you know, in here, then there. And then they went to the studios, Retro City Studios in uh, outside of Philly. And uh, the engineer, Andy Clark, he was my hands, essentially, but full... And, and it was set up for a full band. Like, they wanted to track... Because they their last record, they tracked almost all the instruments completely live with some overdubs, which I didn't do. The last record... Um, uh, I forget the guy's name who did it now. I'm drawing a complete blank. So he recorded it with them live. So they wanted to do fully live. So we got, like, full, like, keeper, guitar tones, everything. Like, the studio was set up where... All the amps were in isolation, and uh, I basically just I had a I kept records on a notepad here and like just comp the takes like once the it was like okay these 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 parts are good, and comp the takes same thing with the vocals like I just did a comp sheet and like I was there for everything and like I could all right let's punch in second line here let's do this let's take this okay and then he sent me the the tracks I would comp the vocal send it back. Hmm. So wow. it was like a, that's crazy.: So it was a very macro way of producing, but it still worked out great. And yeah. then Vince Ratty, who did the upsize upsides, upsides uh, mixed it. So they wanted like the kind of combo Joe Chicarelli, that's who it was. <laughs> that's the guy's name there it is okay <laughs> there it is uh
1: yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the future of of fucking recording all the time you know who knows i hope not. yeah i mean, I mean hopefully not i hope all not time,
3: too but. i want to i like to be there i like to be a little more hands-on but it was a, it was an interesting experience and it came out great yeah like, we did you know
2: we did like half our rec- our last record like that where it was like pre-pro was done over like email and, like, Dropbox and stuff like that. Sending sessions back and with, forth.
3: Well, with Aaron, you were sending yeah. sessions back yeah. and forth? Yeah, yeah like Aaron
2: Sprinkle. Ryan yep. recorded all of his guitars by himself in his basement.
3: Yep. I remember seeing that when he was doing it. Yeah, we went to Nashville
2: for drums, and it was like, we were there for, what, three days? Yeah. Yep. Did yeah. the whole record in three days.
3: Where'd you wind up doing the drums at? What studio? What do you remember? Mm. Um, God... <laughs> Blackbird was—I mean—that's no, like the big one, but
0: like no, it was—I uh, can't remember what it was called. God, it was, was a cool studio. Place?
3: I just did—I uh, well, did the Newfound Glory record in in uh, Nashville, not Nashville, but Franklin, right outside of Nashville. Yeah, this place called the Castle.
2: God, what was the name of that? Um, I only
3: know like three studios in Nashville, even though there's like eight million studios in Nashville. Yeah, it's yeah. like the only place that I got to tell you, being down there working on that record with those guys, it's like crazy because like it feels like. The way the music industry used to be, like here and in New York, there's like still a ton of studios. There's a Omni ton Sound. of actual music, sh- Omni Sound. Okay? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. There's a ton of actual music stores still, yeah. like guitar stores. It's like, oh, this is great. It's not. It's not Guitar Center. It's actual real guitar stores. Yeah. You got to think like,
0: you know, especially like um, mid to late two thousands when you know shit in the industry really. Shit really kind of hit the fan. There was kind of a mass exodus of people, the New York, L.A. people that went to Nashville, like our old management. A lot of them. Yeah, because you could afford to live there, you know? Like, it was, I mean, especially 10 years yep. ago, you could afford, for what you were paying for a little apartment in Manhattan, you could own a house in Nashville. So so yeah. a lot of the industry went there, and, you know, it's crazy. Like, if you owned property there 10 years ago, shit's three times as much now no it's
3: still it's still because you know uh my wife and i have been kind of uh poking around getting mm. out of la
2: yeah you going to, you going to austin too <laughs> <laughs> no
3: nope, we're not doing austin we're definitely not doing the the rogan ex- exodus <laughs> <laughs> uh we actually we were think we actually thought had thought about austin this is before we were married obviously but she works in marketing she worked for whole foods and she was getting courted by this organic juice company to come work for them in austin they brought us down they wind us and dined us like when it was during the acl fest we went down there and hung out and it was cool but ultimately it wasn't the right fit so we never we never wind up going but um we're, we're trying to we're trying to figure it out we're not really sure yet yeah um but it's the same thing it's just like It's just so Ridiculously expensive Out here Still
0: St. Louis is is cheap Come to St. Louis St. Louis is definitely cheap We have the most crime Yep We have the cheapest (laughs) Real estate Have no music scene here It's really
1: good Come here Oh
3: sweet (laughs) Yeah Yeah I need You know I'd like to find I'd like to find a place That has a music scene You know I mean Possibly even the east coast again Possibly even like Suburbs of Philly So Mm. I can be around The Philly music scene Which is still great Yep I don't know. We're, we're really, we're, we're trying to, we're, we're weighing options. She has to weigh her options for, for work too. Obviously she doesn't want to leave her job yet. So yep. we're just exploring it just because, you know, we've been looking for houses and it's just like, it's kind of a, it's kind of disheartening to look for to spend a half a million dollars on a teardown basically. Yeah. yeah. We've been exploring
0: each other's bodies. True. <laughs> How's that going? Uh, We're still a band. <laughs> yeah. We like it. We like what we see. Steve, uh, we got to wrap. I got to take my kid to soccer practice. Sweet, we're grownups with kids now. Yeah, that man, wasn't, that wasn't the same fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, I love it though. I fucking love it. I hate, I hate missing this shit. I love it.
3: No, uh, I love, I love. You know, from watching from afar, Ryan, I love how how involved in your kids' lives you are, and how stoked you are to be a dad. Oh, dude, it's and the best. It's, it's it's great.
0: Yeah, it's the best. I'm like full on like. Nerdy, embarrassing dad. Like, full on. Like, my kids don't give a shit about the band. They're just, I'm just like a huge, annoying fucking kid. You know? Uh, that's fine. I've had my kid lock, locked in a
1: room.
3: Whatever, dad. You played arenas with Linkin Park. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. Duh. Who's Linkin Park?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, great to fucking talk to you again. It's
0: been a long time.
3: Yeah, yeah dude. absolutely, and man. Great we for could do catching this again up. and
1: talk for another two hours about other cool
0: stuff, I, I assume. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you back on when we have more time and less technical fucking <laughs> issues. <laughs> Dan will edit the, that, that shit good. out. But, um, yeah, we, we went yeah. down in the
1: middle of this for yeah. anybody who doesn't know, but it's yeah. okay. We got it back.
0: And Steve, I'm going to say it again. Dude, you really don't look any different.
1: No. Then you did You, you, look, look, great. you yeah. look great You,
0: you like,
3: look great Glasses, that's about it Yeah Man What up, four eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Steve's a nerd <laughs> Nerd, I've always been a nerd no, that's, no, that, that is true that's, that, that hasn't changed <laughs> Dan, Now I just Dan, have the that's uniform <laughs> yeah. That I, is true You I, have I, been a fucking nerd I was gonna
2: say We
1: all have always <laughs> been nerds That's why we all love music so much And we're weirdos But
3: Exactly <laughs> Yeah, not yes. just true. you. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> that was great. Here, uh, I'll take the glass off for a second. Now you got. It. Oh, there now you. It was, What do you so play cool? football now, bro? <laughs> now I can't see anybody, but that's uh,
0: beside the point. No, but dude, like, so rad connecting with you again. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for making one Hell of my yeah. favorite records yep. of ours. Uh, thanks for being a rad. Thanks dude.
3: for having
1: me
0: make it. And yeah, man, fifteen years. I know. Maybe we should do something again someday. I, why not?
3: Who knows? Uh, hello. Who knows? Who who knows? Yeah, man. I'm down, even if, for, even if it's for a single, man. Let's let's do something. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, it'd be fun. The way everybody makes now, everybody makes singles now.
1: Yeah, it's a lot easier to just do random things for no reason now. You know, you don't have to have a hundred thousand dollars to make a record from Warner Brothers. So you know, well, I want to make a triple don't. album.
3: Yeah,
0: not even a double, a triple album.
3: <sighs> I will. I will just tell you that I will never do that again. <laughs> no, I did it with uh, Devil Driver. We just, we just went on the new record. They, they, part one just came out. They're doing like Use Your Illusion. They're doing half and half. They're oh, releasing shit. the next oh. half last year, wow. next year. And even Dez, like we were all into it. And then me and Dez both looked at each other after we were done. We were like, never again. Yeah. Wow. That's just
0: too much to do all at once, Dude, right? let's do a triple just album. Just too much. But like two of them will just be spoken word just us talking. <laughs> It'd be amazing. That's what our <laughs> podcast is. Yeah, but we'll just psych people out. and They'll think it's a new record. Instead, it's just us talking about dicks, dicks. Yeah,
3: or it could just be. The, I was just gonna say it could be a visual album, and and uh, could it just be the J- the J Will's hog a visual album? <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Just just visual oh. of Josh's dick. We're for, really for, pushing for the limits
1: <laughs> for forty minutes <laughs> of our creativity. I mean,
3: that's a that's an that's an album by itself. it's yeah.
1: true. Tight. It's a full length.
0: If you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, I see what you did there. Ah. Got it. Tight. All right. Thanks, I, Steve. I got to go, dude. Thank you, Steve.
1: You're Thank awesome. You Steve.
0: We'll uh, we'll talk soon. Love you
1: guys. All right. All right, man. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, later. Well, thanks, Steve, for joining us. Uh, we were going to maybe answer some questions, but we talked for a long time, and we got to get the fuck out of here, so... Hey, we'll catch y'all
2: on the flip. We'll catch yeah. y'all on the
1: flip. Thanks for hanging out with us. Subscribe, hit the like button. Hook up that Patreon, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Do that. That's yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, the live streams, go check out the first one, and the next two are coming very soon. So
2: uh, Black Swan, October 29th. Yep. Page Avenue, November, November 6th. 6th. So get some tickets. GoSignal.co. Yeah, and if you do the Patreon, you get to hang with us before the show. Yep, yep. Live stream, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's the only way to support bands right now. So uh, do that shit, please. Yep. I'm Ryan. I'm Dan. Josh.
1: Peace. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: Suck one! How can we go on?